Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Business Vibes Podcast. We're going to be talking about the business plan competition that's coming up this year. So we hope everybody's able to get some insightful information and all the questions answered that they have surrounding anything regarding that and if they're eligible to be able to participate. We'll cover all that further in the episode. So just stay tuned and listen on. All right, my friend, you take the lead. All right. Uh, Well, I'm Chow. I'm the new uh, podcast host here with Tom. And today we're going to be talking about the business plan competition. Yeah, so Chow, let me think, well, welcome aboard to the Vibe. And uh, I know that you're taking over for uh, Jared. And um, before we get even go into the business plan competition for this year, you know, tell us about yourself, you know. I mean, you, quite frankly, when I heard your name, Chow, I thought it might always oh, like a nickname, but it's actually your real name. Yeah. Right? And so I, I didn't know it was... Uh, a tradition of your families or, or not but it's a kind of unique name yeah so it's a family name it was uh, my great-grandfather's name and so they named me after him I took his full name uh, his was Chalmers but they just shortened it up because they thought in this day and time that it would be a little more appropriate <laughs> right but so I took his name and yeah it's been pretty unique yeah, see, was he, he, did he immigrate over here from a different country or? or I'm not sure. I yeah. couldn't tell you. I haven't really looked a whole lot into our family history or anything like that. So. Okay. And as all you listeners out there, you probably hear a little accent of Chow. So where are you from? I'm from Alabama, small town outside of Auburn. Okay. Uh, about 30 minutes west. I grew up there. I was there for 18 years and then I joined the army. And then I did eight years. I was stationed in Alaska for three, and then I was here at JBLM for five years. Got out uh, the end uh, or mid twenty eighteen. Uh, I started school that w- the winter of twenty eighteen, that beginning winter quarter, and I've been doing school since then. I took two quarters off last summer. I took off spring and summer, and then I came back to golf. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I was working at a couple golf courses uh, since then. Right when I got out, I got a job offer from one of the courses that I live right next to that clo- just recently closed down. Uh, it was Brookdale Golf Course. Mm-hmm. So I worked there for a little over a year, and then they closed up. And so I went over to Lake Spanaway and worked there for a few months, and then went from there to Jefferson Park in Seattle. Okay. And then I left there and came over here to start doing this. Okay. So what are you studying in school? Doing American studies. Okay. You know, I think there's a lot out there that people don't know, and just a lot that they're that's involved in you know America itself. Mm-hmm. You know, from the aspects of you know what is America to you know what's going on and what has gone on is a lot of the stuff that gets you know skipped over. Yeah, it's funny you say that because it's kind of funny that we as Americans we take trips to Europe. Uh, but we fail to understand that there's so much here to see and learn. But then the Europeans come over here to take vacations in America. I remember one time I was, um, you know, young and naive and idealistic. And so I decided to one day to quit my internship, took a drive from Seattle all the way down to New Mexico where my friend was stationed because he was an aviator and I brought his car down and I stopped along the way like in um, Arizona and looking over the Grand Canyon I met these couple from Germany and they said yeah we love America Europe sucks (laughs) 
And they said, and the beef in America is the most, is, is the best. Well, since we've been here for three weeks, we haven't eaten anything but beef, American beef. I'm like, wow, all right, that's cool. But uh, it, it's just kind of unique how people have different perceptions on different things. But you're absolutely right. Um, you know, there's a lot of history here. And if anybody's out there who's gone traveling in the U.S., uh, I mean, there is some beautiful spots out there. There yeah. are. I, uh, I once heard... Uh, somebody talk about how over in Europe, you, they have a really good you know transit system over there. It's where they can hop a train and go to all these different countries. But that's the thing is they have to get on a train and go to all these different countries to visit. You know if they want to go to the beach or if they want to go to the mountains or things like that. But we have all that here, right? You know, and it's we might not have the best transit system, but you know we have a lot of flights that are cheap that are able. But and you can stay within the country itself and do everything. Yeah, you can go to the beach, you can go to the mountains, you can go out to the desert, yeah. you can do all sorts of stuff, and it's all here in the country. Right, exactly. I, I you guys probably don't know, but um, uh, my uncle is Dutch, so my Dutch uncle married my Thai aunt, so I'm Thai. And they had a business over there uh, in Holland. I used, I used to live and worked in Holland for a while. So when I came back to the States, he came back and visited uh, me. And he says, hey, can, can we rent an RV and drive to New York? I said, well, sure, William. But the problem is, it's like I have to work. He goes, well, it only takes a day, right? He goes, no, driving to New York takes a week. <laughs> he goes, this country's big. I said, yes, it is. A lot of people don't understand how big the U.S. is. You know, you have to take a flight from the West Coast to East Coast and they take, what, five hours? That's a long flight. Yeah, so, I mean, we're in the process of planning a trip for my 30th and then my daughter's sixth birthday. Mm -hmm. We're going to go to Disney. And so we're looking at the flights right now, and I was looking at it, and from to leave here to fly all the way to Orlando, so flying from Seattle to Orlando, it's going to take 13 hours. You know, and that's you're going through all these different time zones, and you're flying, and mm -hmm. you're having to do the layovers and things like that, and it's 13 hours. Right. You know, so I mean, it's it's expensive, <laughs> and that's like when I was in Alaska, I was in Fairbanks, and so I was in a four-hour time difference, just to Central Time where my parents are. Yeah. And so it used to take me from Fairbanks to Montgomery. It was an 18-hour flight. It was 18 hours was from when I would get on the plane and it would first be wheels up in Fairbanks until I was wheels down in Montgomery. It'd be at least, that was the minimum. That Jeez. was summertime. And if you were flying out in the winter, you had to make an extra stop. And so that would add about two or three hours. And so sometimes during the winter, when I would come home for Christmas, it would be a day. I would oh. spend one full day, that first day, just in travel. In the U.S. In the crazy, US. crazy stuff. So now you're out of the Army, you're a student... Uh, how are you feeling, the transition and all that? Are you getting excited about what's the new life Denise Chapter is going to take you? It's good. You know, there's there's a lot to learn and take in. There's a lot of different aspects from the military. You know, it's not the same mm -hmm. here as it is in there. You know, there, everything's controlled and it's regulated. You have You always have something to do. You always have some kind of mission or task or purpose every single day. Now, when you're out, you know, when you're out, you know, you go to work and it's, well, work, that's, you know, that's my task for the day, but mm -hmm. what all has to go on? And sometimes it's hard to get that from your, mm -hmm. you know, your bosses or whoever's in charge of you. It's hard to get that task yeah. each day to keep you involved. Yeah. And so having that, 
makes it really easy. But when you're out and you don't have that, you have to find something, you know. And that's why I took two quarters off. I got tired of it because I was, I didn't, I wasn't in the right mindset for school, mm-hmm. you know. That I, I didn't learn, you know, until I was work until the end of when I was working was, you know, school is my task and that is my purpose right now. And so I need to get that done. That way, each and every day. It's it's like hey here's your here's your task you wake up and it's you know you go to school and you learn you get your homework assignments and then <clears throat> those are your you know that's your task for the end of the day you know do those homework assignments do that research and so just finding that in itself that's that's really what's hard for a lot of people to make the transition from the military to the civilian world is finding that that task and mm-hmm. the purpose each and every day. Yeah, that's that's really critical with the task and purpose and mission and all that and those are the terms that. A lot of military and a lot of basically a lot of service members uh, learn, but sometimes they don't know how to execute it once they leave. So, which is a good segue into uh, why we're here. So, Chow is the one who is going to be uh, designing, uh, inventing, and running the uh, podcast uh, going forward. And uh, Jared did a wonderful job. We had a great time, and but um, we're going to go um, a little different route. Um, and uh, give you information that you can you want to tune into and and learn from so this this week we're going to talk about the business plan competition so the reason why the business plan competition is important is a signature event for the veteran for the vibe so the vibe is the veterans incubator for better entrepreneurship so basically it's uh, an incubator that helps students student veterans and and uh, non-student veterans alike to create their own economy so I also teach a business class it's called business 490 and it talks it's an introduction to entrepreneurship and how do you create your own economy so when you take the class and you uh, you have an opportunity to basically enter this competition to win uh, startup funds and money to, to to take your business to the next level so how this all works is that um, the business plan competition submission, all the information is on the UWT Vibe webpage. Um, so Chow and Mylene is working on that. Uh, Mylene is our web designer, and she has all the uh, the dates. Uh, she's going to be putting putting that information on the webpage. But the uh, submission opens January thirty first. The dead, and basically you can go through it and read the requirements and just uh, submit it online. Then we receive it, then we review it. And uh, the deadline to enter your five to seven page business summaries on April 17th. So just right a couple days right after uh, tax day. So that gives you a few months to come up with some ideas. The announcement of the advancing team, we can call it the Sweet 16. We typically take 16 teams. Or maybe if we get a lot of submission, we might take a little bit more. Um, you will find out if you advance to the, the trade show round on April 21st. The trade show round is on May 14th. It's going to be hosted at Rain. It's another incubator. It's a biotech incubator about a couple streets down from um, the Vibe. Uh, but the trade show round basically is like it is a trade show. You basically have a table. And you're trying to convince people to vote for you to go to the next final round. The final round is a live presentation, like a Shark Tank round, which is on May 22nd. 
and you have about five minutes for your um, presentation then they have a uh, five minutes for Q&A for the judges um, and you can this year right now the total grant first place uh, prize money is ten thousand dollars five thousand dollars cash five thousand dollars in-kind services I think the in-kind services have they have more value than the cash itself because you're building relationship and you get professional advice for free second place uh, you get fifteen hundred and third place you get five hundred However, this price money can go, uh, is going is might be able we might be able to change it because I'm working on some more sponsors so it can be hopefully a little higher than that. I'm not going to commit to anything right now, but it's a great opportunity for people who have an idea and uh, want to take it to the next level to see if they have what it takes to be an entrepreneur. Now you're saying, well, how do I do that? Well, you know, I'm available to help. You can take classes. And you can look online and how do you submit. Uh, some of you already have business out there, but you just need a little bit of extra cash uh, to take it to the next level. This might be an opportunity for, do, for you to do this. So uh, who can um, uh, participate in this? Well, any all U, UW students can participate in this. And you get extra bonus points if you have a veteran on your team. And also, we're thinking about, we're just discussing it right now, but we'll know in the next couple of days if, it, if we will allow uh, alumni uh, of UWT to participate. We might have a caveat on that. Maybe if you graduated 18 months ago, you can participate because, you know, you know we don't want you to graduate 20 years ago and you have a full-fledged business and you're coming in and taking, taking away from everybody else who's trying to start the business. So... Uh, this year it's going to be fun. We got some, we have some great sponsors, um, and this is going to be our third year doing it. Um, and last year was phenomenal. We had some great businesses come through, anywhere from, you know, restaurants to high tech to a company that wraps cars versus painting cars. Uh, any questions? Call Chow or email Chow or myself, and we'd be more happy to answer it. So, anything to add to that? So where did it? Where did the idea for the business plan competition come about? Well, that's a good question <laughs> because I had a boss, and he was paying me, and he says, you know, um, you know, you're, we're doing these wonderful things, but what's the end product, right? So he goes, well, develop a business plan, and we had a, uh, a, a generous uh, donor by with a it basically it's the Denver Family Foundation that they they're a true. Uh, Tacoma Knights, they, they love Tacoma and they have a son that's um, in the army and they basically say hey we'll give you X amount of dollars and we want you to uh, develop this competition so we can create and retain jobs in the South Sound. So my bosses get to work so basically I got to work and you know being in the military you, you kind of work under ambiguity right you're like well yeah. give me some guidance so he goes just develop it. So. I developed it with a, another student veteran who will be graduating this year. His name is James Stevens, and you know him and I developed it, and um, it was a big success, and and it just evolved from there. Now everybody's expecting it. So um, we we were we didn't want to be like uh, the Foster School of Business. Uh, they have a business plan competition. I mean, been doing it for over twenty years. Phenomenal, phenomenal business plan competition. If you guys ever have a chance to go up there and take a look at the trade show round, it's just like. The Husky Union building is just filled with student businesses and basically what we're trying to do is trying to 
grow up and be at that level, but we can't do it right now. So we have to start small. But what we do is um, similar, but in a smaller scale. And what we do here in Tacoma is mostly about the mom and pop operation. A lot of people don't understand that, you know, um, you know, when you build apps and anything in technology, it takes anywhere five to seven years to get any traction and get investors. But what we do is that we have a very low barrier of entry, like a mom and pop operation said, within 18 months, you can be profitable. Yeah. And that's been proven because uh, the first place winner of, of the very first business plan competition was Hard Tart Cider. Um, we awarded them the money and we helped them. And now they're up and running and they made a million dollars in revenue less than one year. And they have, you know, uh, close to 40 employees now and they have taps all over the Puget Sound. That's, this is exciting because we're creating and retaining jobs in the South Sound. So same concept, but a little different. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a big thing nowadays is you're creating your own business. You know, a lot of people, there's a lot, of, it's, it's very hard to get into a lot of the other businesses and a lot of the ideals that they have inside of those businesses, you know, aren't what, they don't align with everybody. And so I think it's a big thing right now is the entrepreneurship itself is really taking off. There's, you know, from the breweries to the app development and any kind of software, you know, it's really taken off. And a lot of people have lots of good ideas. And I think this is, you know, a great way of getting them out there and just getting it seen, you know, and it's not only, even if you don't win, you're still able to connect with other people, you know, who maybe do have a similar idea. And then if you don't, you know, say you don't win and you can combine with those people and maybe the next year you're able to develop something together, mm -hmm. you know, and go in together and then bring a better plan. You know? Yeah, you're absolutely right, Chow. I mean, that's that's the whole purpose. It's not about winning. It's about building that ecosystem and collaboration with uh, like-minded people. So um, you're absolutely right. But you, so, you know, the U.S. economy is about... 40, maybe 45% a gig economy, meaning that there's somebody's doing a side hustle, right? I'm always a firm believer that, you know, you're, you gotta be doing something, you know, whether to create your own little economy. Um, the uh, first generation immigrants are uh, known for that. They're always hustling to do deals, right? To mow lawns or whatever. Uh, but, you know, I always say, if I can do it, anybody can do it. and. For example, child, for you, you know, you can earn a little extra money by being a golf coach, right? Yeah. On your own time. I mean, yeah. that can be a couple hundred dollars a weekend or whatever. And that's that's what we're trying to teach. That it's, you don't have to stick inside this box and punch the time clock from 9 to 5 and come home and sit in front of a TV. You can do this side hustle. And this, this competition allows you to figure out, okay... Is this for me or is this not for me? And I guarantee you, you're gonna get a taste of entrepreneurship and it's gonna, you're gonna realize it's gonna be for you because it doesn't have to be fancy. It can be a one-man show, it can be a whole bunch of people, and you can make a little extra money to supplement your your uh, you know vacations or, or whatever, so. Yeah, I mean, because it could be, you know, this doesn't have any kind of limits on what the you know, the business plan itself is, you know, it could be from a barber shop to a restaurant to, you know, app development or anything in, mm -hmm. in between. Yep. So there's a lot of different stuff that can go on. So even for the people out there, you know, it's 
it doesn't matter if you have the idea or the want and the drive to create something you know this is a good time just to even if you don't win you know just getting that foundation of creating a business plan for what you would want to do or something that you think would be able to take off you know you're able to just get it going you know and maybe the next year or the year after you're able to get something you know out there and have and create it you know it gives you that experience of you know, you run, you're running the numbers, you're finding out what you can do, what it costs and things like that. Yeah. You know, and that's the, that's the hard thing because there's a lot of people that they want to create something, they want to do something, but they don't, they don't ever sit down and run the numbers. But if you do this, you know, you're able to start doing that and then you're able to see, you know, it's, you know, it's more attainable than what you, than what you thought. Exactly. And that, that's exactly it, the hard part because the business plans is not, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. It, it, it basically it's a roadmap for you as in regards to you know what you want and how you want to accomplish things uh, in life. You know who are you going to sell to, and it's just a roadmap for you. You know, and and that's exactly it, child. Because you know, for those of you you know who who work out, you know your end product is what to look uh, look good in a suit or have big biceps and all that. But you know, going to the gym is the easy part. Yeah, the diet is the hard part. I mean, the grind every single day after that hour, two hours in the gym, the remaining uh, rest of your day is like, oh, should I put that M M&M and M or that donut in my mouth, or should I put a broccoli or carrots in my mouth? And those are tough. But that's the same thing. Uh, the analogy that we're what Chow was trying to to talk about is that, you know, you have this idea, but you just have an idea unless you put it on paper and just scribble and do things and engage with like-minded people you're going to find out that um you know you might collaborate and, and form a team or or partnership or finding information that you lack that it can help you take your idea to the next level yeah you know because during this there's you know very well the chance that you can meet somebody who has a business out there mm-hmm. and they like your idea and they're able to connect you know with mm-hmm. you and then you're able to just create it with throughout mm-hmm. them you know and they're able to give you guidance and things like that you know and just those relationships that you were talking about yep. prior you know those are those are the key especially around here you know in the south sound to creating a business mm-hmm. and having that is is having the connections and the people to know and you know somebody to help you know guide you on this journey you know because yep. it is because it, it's not just you know this monday i'm going to create it and you know next monday it's going <laughs> to start you know? yeah right i mean it takes time right you know so you have time to you know, foster those relationships and have this idea and, and build it into something better, right. you know, and maybe you meet somebody who has, you know, a business that's similar and then they are able to help you, you know, guide you and some other ideas on things to make it better, you know, or even if, even if it's just talking to the people that are there and they're like, hey, these are the mistakes that I made when I was creating my business, you know, here's some stuff to avoid. Here's some stuff you need to worry about. Here's the stuff you don't worry about. Mm-hmm. You know, and those those things. I mean, because that takes a lot of the stress off. If, right. I mean, if you're hearing from other people who created their own business, and they're telling you, you know, their ups and downs, and you're able to learn from that prior to making any of those mistakes, it's going to help you a lot. Yeah. You know, and it's going to help you grow, and it's going to, you know, alleviate a lot of the stress that you're feeling while you're trying to do this. You're totally, absolutely right, Chow. I mean, it's, um, you know, the and. To add what you're saying too is that you might have a skill set they're looking for. You don't know until you t- start talking to them. I'm always big, you know. I always believe that you're you're smart if you learn from your mistakes, but you're smarter if you learn from other people's mistakes. So what you're saying is right because if you start talking to these people and say, "Hey, don't do this," you're gonna 
bypass, uh, a lot of headaches, and might save you a lot of money because you know yeah. you're not going to invest in some of these things that is not fruitful. So anyway, I hope that guy. I hope that helps for you guys uh, about the business plan. Uh, we're going to try to do this podcast what two t- two two times a week or hopefully once hopefully once okay. hopefully we'll be putting something out once a week. Uh, hope uh, the hope is Tuesday nights we'll put it out. So mm-hmm. Wednesday it'll you know it'll be downloaded on the app and you can okay. listen to it on the way in. You know, it'll range anywhere from 15 minutes to, you know, up to an hour, just depending on what we're covering, you know, each and every week. Uh, We're hoping to have a few guests. I've already got one guy lined up uh, for the end of the month. So that one will probably be out the beginning of February. Okay. And I know there's more more people from the area that we're bringing on. Yeah, so uh, I I appreciate Chow for taking the, uh, the mission on here and... And developing this, and uh, it's going to help uh, the vibe in the community in UWT, and uh, it's going to, you know, have some great information out there for you guys. Uh, any questions? Give us uh, a ring. You know, email us or uh, call us. Uh, we'd be more happy to help. And also every Thursday, you know, we have uh, Donut Thursday. Um, we have SCORE, uh, the Service Corps of Retired Executive and Evergreen Business Capitals here. They provide the donuts and, and coffee and we can talk business and, you know, the resources are here. So come on in. Yeah. So for the people that don't know, where are we located? So we're located. <laughs> Good question. Located in uh, on the UWT, University of Washington Tacoma campus in the Tioga Library Building, room 307A. So it's 1907 Jefferson Avenue. If you guys know Tacoma, right across the street from the Swiss. So uh, love to see you. We have um, a lounge. We have you know a place you can sit and uh, hook up to the Wi-Fi and and you know engage with people with uh, business ideas. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All so. right. Okay, so until then, uh, we should probably figure out a, a closing or something. Yeah, I'll, I'll we, be, we'll give that to you, Chow. <laughs> all right. Well, we hope to, hope you guys all enjoy this and you got some good information. Uh, you know, subscribe. You know, give us a good rating. Uh, we're hoping to be on iTunes, Spotify. You know, pushing out on all the podcasts anywhere that you can listen to them, and just share with your friends. All right. See you guys. <laughs>